This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, December 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. History-making farm bill. Electric co-ops foot the bill. Pork industry holding back on USMCA. And Old WOTUS not ditched yet. The new farm bill is ready for final congressional approval. History is being made in the farm policy. For the first time since 1990, Congress will enact a new farm bill in the same year that the legislation was first introduced. And for the first time since 2002, a farm bill will be enacted in the same year that the old one expired. The Senate passed the new farm bill 87 to 13 yesterday, the largest Senate majority ever for a farm bill. That according to Senator Debbie Stabenow, the top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee. And the Senate vote took place unusually quickly, less than 24 hours after the conference report was formally introduced. The quick action was made possible because no senator objected to putting the bill on the floor. What's next? Well, the House will vote today on the rule of floor debate with a final vote on the bill expected on Thursday. That will send the bill to the White House for President Trump's signature. Now, take note. That historic Senate margin is no accident because it reflects the diverse regions and interests that the bill addresses. This is a bill that works for every region of the country and every part of the food system. out told reporters after the vote, the 13 no votes all came from Republicans. For a detailed summary of what's in all 12 titles of the bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. The summary shows why support for the legislation is so broad. Co-op cut was key. Farm Bill veterans know that the key to passing them is finding creative ways to pay for programs that bring the needed votes. That was just as true this year when Farm Bill riders found a $2.5 billion piggy bank in the form of the Rural Electric Cooperative's cushion of credit escrow account at USDA. The funding source first showed up in the Senate version, but it was softened in the final bill to delay the phase-out of the account's lucrative interest rate and allows co-ops to use their funds to prepay USDA loans. The account has allowed co-ops to earn 5% interest on deposits far above what they can get elsewhere. Jim Matheson, CEO of the National Rural Electric Cooperatives Association, tells AgriPulse that the final bill will allow many co-ops to unwind their cushion of credit positions in an orderly way. Pork Industry Hedging on USMCA The National Pork Producers Council and the North American Meat Institute say they won't lend their full support to the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement until U.S. trade dispute with Mexico is settled. Mexico's 20% tariff on U.S. pork, retaliation to U.S. tariffs on Mexican steel and aluminum, are hurting U.S. pork exports, and the damage is outweighing any benefits of the USMCA, NPPC and NAMI, say in a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer. The letter says, We understand that the administration views the USMCA and steel and aluminum as distinct issues requiring separate negotiations. However, Our members, pork producers, packers, and processors who have been hit hard by retaliation cannot help but think that their interests are being sacrificed for the benefit of those in other sectors. U.S. pork exports to Mexico 
fell by $61 million from July through September as competing pork from Canada and Europe moved in to take advantage of the 20% tariff on U.S. production. Canadian pork exports rose by 42%, and European exports increased 733%. USDA in talks with White House on trade aid. U.S. Department of Agriculture is still intent on distributing the second tranche of government payments to farmers under the market facilitation plan, but talks are still ongoing with the White House over the funds, a USDA spokesperson tells AgriPulse. Reuters is reporting, quoting sources, that the White House is holding up the funds because it expects China to begin buying U.S. soybeans again. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, quote, was clear last week that we are in final stages of confirming our commitment to American farmers, according to the USDA spokesperson. We are in discussions with the White House and anticipate that the second payment rates for the market facilitation program will be published before the end of the year. Remember that WOTUS rule? Well, it's still there. Lost in the celebration over the new Waters of the U.S. rule is that the 2015 Obama-era version hasn't been repealed, and it's still the law in 22 states. Also, the new proposal is just that, a proposal which may not be published in the Federal Register for weeks. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers would like to get a new rule out this year and will allow only 60 days for public comment on the proposal, which environmental groups have called completely inadequate. So the first thing that will happen when the proposal is published is EPA will receive requests for an extension of the comment period, which the agency may feel compelled to grant to ensure its final rule can stand up to court scrutiny. Keep in mind, once a final rule is published, there will be litigation, inevitable, unfounded lawsuits, as West Virginia Attorney General Pat Morrissey put it at yesterday's event announcing the rule. He should know. West Virginia has been a key player in the 30-state coalition that has sued the federal government over the 2015 WOTUS rule. Pesticide makers lose out in Farm Bill talks. A provision in the new Farm Bill will require EPA to form an interagency working group to examine how to streamline its consultations with federal wildlife agencies on the effects of pesticides on endangered species. A federal working group was established early this year, but has produced nothing publicly. But CropLife America, which represents pesticide makers, says the inclusion of the working group in the Farm Bill places greater importance on the interagency process established earlier this year by key agencies for endangered species and review of pesticides. Members of the new group will include representatives from EPA, USDA, the Interior Department, and Council on Environmental Quality. House passed provisions to streamline the endangered species review process were dropped from the final farm bill. Here's today's She Said It. In 2000, I was diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer. My oncologist told me you have a 28% chance of living more than 10 years. Now think about that. So I knew right away that I had a chance to use what God gave me for good and noble purposes. That's Senator Heidi Heitkamp, a Democrat of North Dakota, in her farewell speech. She was elected to the Senate in 2012. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, December 12th. 
AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.